Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is Brendan Escott in for Bob Stoffer today on Oilers Now. The Oilers heading down for the last game of the 2018-19 regular season. It is the Battle of Alberta, but of course with the Flames locking up the entire Western Conference, uh, I'm not convinced we're going to see too many of the big gunners tomorrow. Now, another Battle of Alberta starting this weekend goes in the WHL in the second round of the playoffs between the Edmonton Oil Kings and Calgary Hitmen. We're pleased to be joined on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline by the head coach of the Oil Kings, Brad Lauer. Brad, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, you guys came out of the last series. It was a difficult one, and uh, at least from my vantage point, I don't know that I expected Medicine Hat to challenge you quite the way that they did, but you did ultimately prevail in six games. In your opinion, Brad, what was the difference in those final two games that finally propelled you past that uh, tough Medicine Hat team? Well, you know, I just thought uh, as the series went along, I mean, obviously we talked a lot about the inexperience in playoff hockey that uh, obviously our guys didn't have. And, you know, I, I, I mean, I was quite pleased. The only game I really didn't think we were very good in was game three uh, in uh, first game in Medicine Hat. But um, overall, I really liked the way we played. We generated a lot of shots. And, you know, we we played against a goalie that uh, they had was played outstanding for them. I mean, the first game, I think we had 50 shots. And, I believe we almost had over we had 200 plus shots uh, in the series, and you know their goalie played extremely well. And I, you know, I think that was a big part of you know their success. But as the as, as the series went along, our guys didn't get frustrated because of the uh, the way their goalie is playing. I think we we kind of found ways of of scoring goals against him and and being a little bit more uh, creative in the offensive zone. And what I mean by that is not just. Uh, different depths of attack and, and you know looking for shot tips and just doing different things offensively that uh, gave us success the last couple of games. And we'll we'll shift gears and we'll look forward now. You put a bow on that series in six games and now it is the Battle of Alberta. You get this yeah. in your first year behind the uh, behind the bench for the Oil Kings. Just give me your overall thoughts on what you're kind of expecting the vibe to be. I guess in this series. Well, I think like anything, it's it's going to be it's going to be exciting. I mean, um, you know, we obviously both teams moving moving on. Uh, uh, probably, you know, last year's weren't in the mix of it, and you know, so it's a great, great, uh, great step for both organizations. I mean, uh, Calgary is a much different team than what we faced in the first round. They're going to be a lot heavier. We we've played them a lot this this year, and, and you know, they want to be, you know, they try to be physical and. 
very aggressive against us, and I thought our guys handled it very well. You know, and obviously being the battle of Alberta, the, the competition between the two cities doesn't matter if it's in sports or for politics or whatever it is. It, it seems to be competitive at every at everything. So that'll just bring another another step of uh, excitement to the series. Chatting with Oil Kings head coach Brad Lauer right now. Brad, you went seven zero one and zero against Calgary this year. A ton of success yeah. in the regular season. Obviously, playoffs a different mm-hmm. animal. But where did you see throughout the duration of the regular season? you found success against this team well i think uh the, the, what, what i liked with our guys is uh and it started right away in game game one at the, at the beginning of the year when uh they they're they like i said they were they're a heavier team and they really tried to bully us um especially early on and i thought our guys handled it quite well i thought we we pushed back um you know for not being a big team and i thought our our special teams did a good job against them uh during the year and that, that's going to be important again uh moving on in this into this series against them is uh you know they're going to push but we have to hold our ground and and i you know I, and i believe our team plays better when it's more physical um you know when we play red deer or calgary or even pa you know it, it seems to bring out the best in our group and i think it's going to be a, a great series for us is discipline going to be more uh, preached in this series just because of that style of hockey well, I think I think so. I mean, for us, it's going to be after the whistle stuff. I mean, we want to play in between the whistles. That's kind of what we kind of been talking about all year long with our group is uh, be hard uh, in between the in between the whistles. And uh, you know, we don't need to we don't need to take retaliatory penalties, but we need to we need to hold our ice. We need to hold our ground, and uh, we need to push back. We have to push back. You've got a good blend of of young talent and the veteran players. Uh, one of them in particular, Andrew Fighton, who you picked up yeah. uh, over the course of the season. Kurt Hill making a great addition there. WHL champion last year was Swift Current. Just yeah. talk about what his experience, just having been there before, means to some of the younger guys well, in the room. I mean, I mean that was. I think that was a big big part of our success for round one. I think having him in the dressing room. I know, I know we talked, uh, you know, all year long. Um, I mean, we didn't have a we didn't pick up a 20 year old to the deadline and um, we were looking, we only had two most of the year and uh, we wanted to add that third 20 year old. We weren't sure uh, who it was going to be. And when we did our research and talked to, talk to people, uh, we kept coming back to, to Andrew's name and um, you know, and then I think just because of the experience, like you said, the experiences that he's gone through uh, last year with, with Swift current being going to the championship, going to the winning it and then going to the Memorial cup. Um, I really, we really thought that was a piece that we were missing for our inside our locker room, and and he just brings that leadership um, pedigree to our locker room to kind of settle things down and, and and keep things on an even keel when when things are higher, when things are low. He's kind of the voice of the room that kind of uh, kind of settles things down, and not only that, his game is, is he brings a game for us that that's been really good. I mean, offensively, he's put up some good numbers, but. He's one of those guys that is reliable, uh, taking face-offs or uh, de-responsibilities. He's, he's one of those guys that you can, re- you can rely on as a coach. We're talking Battle of Alberta in the WHL playoffs with Oil Kings head coach Brad Lauer. Um, the goaltending situation for you, I don't want to needle. I'm, I'm not going to ask you who's yeah. going to get the start, <laughs> but I, I'm curious with how the, how the start's played out in Medicine Hat between Todd Scott, Dylan Miskew. Um, what's mm-hmm. the approach going to be like for this series? Are you looking to well, have somebody claim the pipes? Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, I'm like all year long, I've always been a guy that's kind of looked at the numbers about, uh, and it has to be, there's got to be some, uh, the sample size has to be good uh, just for for the numbers to uh, to, to go, go against. And, you know, I, you know, our guys have, 
we've been very fortunate enough to to have two guys that can play and 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 rely on them uh, from game to game basis. And, and we've never really ran with one individual for any length of time. I mean, Dylan Miskew definitely played the bulk of our games, but um, we never really put him in the pipes for you know, five, six, seven games in a row. We kind of gave them the, the three and get them a rest type thing and kind of just manage it through the schedule. So obviously playing four and five nights, uh, starting the series, uh, my, my gut was last series, we were going to, we were probably going to go with Todd Scott in, in, in game four, but obviously game three wasn't the outcome we wanted was not, uh, Dylan Miskey's fault by any reason, but uh, we got Todd in there in Game Three at, towards the end of the game, and then uh, he got the start in Game Four, and he played well for us, and we came, we stuck with him. So I kind of expect doing the same thing again uh, this series. I'm not sure. I'm glad you're not asking when I'm starting because I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll use both goalies. That's for sure. Uh, finally, Brad, let's talk about uh, Mark Castellick. He's the captain of the team out of uh, out of Arizona. Over a point yeah. per game here in the playoffs, and he was third in goal scoring over the course of the regular season. How are you containing not only a, a goal scorer like that, but a, another veteran yeah. player for them? Well, again, he's 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 a player. He's a good, I mean, he's a beast out there. He's he's a big kid. I think he's around six foot three, and like you said, he's good. he's a skilled he's a skilled guy. He plays the game hard. He goes to those areas. You know, like like anything else is, uh, you just got to be aware when he's on the ice, and and he got to take his time and space away as quick as you can, and 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 uh, you know, box him out as much as you can. And he, sometimes big guys like that, you're not always going to be able to box him out physically. So you just got to make sure you eliminate his stick and. You know, we'll look to do that for, for this series for sure. Head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brad Lauer, on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Last one for you here, Brad. Uh, yep. Steve Hamilton making his return to Edmonton here in the in this Battle of Alberta series. Yep. Uh, is it going to be fun to coach against somebody who spent eight years donning these colors and you're sort of the heir to that? Well, yeah, I mean, for me, it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> you know, I mean, our coaching profession is uh, you you coach to a certain place and you move on, you coach somewhere else. So, um, I mean, for him, there might be a little bit more to it than, than that. But, um, you know, for our group of kids, it's been it hasn't been anything about anybody else but but what but us. And uh, that's kind of what our what we've been focusing on. I mean, obviously, Hammy's done a lot of good things here in eight years, and there's a lot to be proud of what what he did with with the guys and. Um, you know, our, our coaching, our coaching tenure changes a lot as coaches. So, um, you know, he, um, it might drive him a little bit, but for our group, we're, we, it's all about us. Brad, I, uh, I appreciate the time. You got game one and two Saturday and Sunday. I wish you the best of luck going forward here. Great. Thanks a lot. That is head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brad Lauer. Got to tell you that Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. 
They have tons of innovative products, like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. From the App Store. You've heard from the Oil Kings. You will hear from Steve Hamilton of the Calgary Hitmen on the other side of a break. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 146 in Edmonton. It is Brendan Escott sitting in for Bob Stoffer today. The Oilers off to Calgary. 6.30 face-off show, 8 p.m. puck drop tomorrow right here on 6.30 Chet. We're talking WHL, Battle of Alberta. We have heard from the Oil Kings side of things. Let's talk Hitmen for a little bit. It is former head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Steve Hamilton. Steve, the Hitmen, it took seven games, seven games as the underdog to get past Lethbridge. Just uh, give me a thought, first of all, on the resilience of your team. Yeah, it was uh... It was a tough series. I mean, we were down two nothing, and, and um, certainly felt like obviously a pivotal point in the series was Game Three, and be able to have some success on home ice. And um, you know, we we talked about if we're going to advance, we need to win a game in Lethbridge, and it turned out we needed to win two. So we uh, we managed to kind of gather ourselves up and. We played really, really well in the back half of that series. Knowing now that this group can overcome adversity, what does that do, in your opinion, for the room as you move forward in this playoffs? Well, I, I think we've grown leaps and bounds in the last couple of weeks. It's been experience that you, know, you can't get other than going through it firsthand. And, um, you know, just the evolution of some of our, our players are. I mean, we blocked more shots in that series than we probably did the entire year. I mean, just guys, and a lot of it, to be honest, was was looking at your opponent and recognizing what they were doing to, to have success early on in that series. And, you know, our guys are, are quick learners and figured out we need to have a, a similar style of play. And, and so there was lots of real positive games. And, and like I said, I don't think you, you get that unless you experience it firsthand. So knowing that, as we talk right now with Steve Hamilton, head coach of the Calgary Hitmen, uh, you've seen the Oil Kings eight times this year, Steve. Uh, 7-0, 1-0 record for the Oil Kings. So they have had the upper hand, certainly, throughout the regular season. Uh, what, in your opinion, could be different for your group in the playoffs against this team? Um, well, I mean, we just went through a series that uh, we were 1-5 against Lethbridge, and I mean... I think that's why everybody enjoys the playoffs and get to reset and and, uh, and start again. So there's not a lot of you know carryover. It's it's a fresh time, you know, fresh opportunity this time of the year. And I mean, there's no question they've um, Edmonton's been an excellent team this year. They deserve to finish first, and um, you know we're going to have to adapt and certainly make some changes to our game to be successful. What kind of challenges do the Oil Kings present to you as a team? Well, they're very explosive, very skilled. Um, you know, they play a fast game, and uh, the defensemen don't handle the puck for a long time. They they just get it going north and obviously have some game breakers up front. So, you know, it's a tall task, and you're certainly not, uh, you know, living in a, in a fantasy world where it's just going to be show up and it'll be easy it's it's going to be an extremely difficult series but you know i like where we're at mentally and i 
I think, uh, you know, our guys really embraced that against Lathbridge, and we're going to have to have a similar style of play and, uh, you know, let the, you know, we have to get out in the ice and, and decide it there. Let's uh, before we jump into the whole Battle of Alberta thing. I, I want to touch on the discipline aspect of stuff. You guys play a very heavy style of hockey. Uh, you were the most penalized team in the opening round, and that doesn't necessarily always tell the whole story. But are you going to try and dial that back, uh, knowing that there's quite a few offensive weapons on the on the Oil Kings power play? Excuse me. Yeah, we we had too many chances. We gave up too many chances in, on the power play in the first round, and. Well, we were fortunate to get through that. Uh, you know, <laughs> some you agree with, some you disagree with, but the bottom line is that the guys with the whistles are going to make those decisions, and we can't be in a position to be to killing five, six a game because uh, you just do the math. It's, it's not going to hold, and, um, you know, we're going to have to obviously be much more disciplined. I, th- I thought we were really good staying out of the, the, the extracurriculars and, uh, but we did find ourselves with some, you know, aggressive penalties at times. Steve Hamilton is the coach of the WHL's Calgary Hitmen, but for eight years you were involved with the Edmonton Oil Kings, both as an assistant coach, a head coach, etc. So uh, let's just pose the question, does this does this mean anything extra to you to be able to come back here and sort of play play the upset role and, and just given your history with the team? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want that to be a big thing like it's, Everybody's moved on, Every, and I've moved on, and they've moved on, and you know it's it's hockey, it's the nature of the business when you when you get into this game. And it was a tough couple of years, the last few years. You know, we had great success early on, and um, you know, in the last couple of years, it's well documented. It's been a young team that's building towards you know what they've become now, and um, you know, there was a decision to make a change and. I landed on my feet in Calgary, and, and things have worked out well in Edmonton. So, I mean, I don't. Edmonton is my hometown, my whole life growing up, and I mean, it'll always be, uh, you know. But I, I'm happy to be in Calgary now. I, I'm happy to be working with this organization and, and doing the things that we're doing. And, and that's no slight to Edmonton. It's, it's just the way it's all played out, and I, I think it's, you know worked out well for both sides but the change was probably the right time now steve you were the assistant coach back in 2014 when they won the whl championship the oil kings i mean and uh, i'm just curious what you learned on that journey that you might be able to apply to this year's playoff run with the new team well it's you know i I think what you take away from it is just how difficult it is to to go through that that uh you know, journey is it's extremely taxing mentally, taxing physically, and you know you learn a lot as a as a coach about uh, handling the ups and downs. And I think the mental aspect of it is something that we've really discussed a lot with our group is is shaping your mind first, and your body usually won't follow. And um, you know, I think our mental game was extremely tough in the first round, of the playoffs. And, uh, that's a major takeaway for us is understanding that, uh, you know, that plays a huge role in, when you get to this time of year. It's not just what you're doing physically, but, but how you're, uh, you're handling the mental aspect of the game. 
Steve Hamilton on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, head coach of the Calgary Hitmen. Steve, uh, James Mom, Carson Folk, uh, some of the depth players on this team. Dakota Krebs is another one who had sort of a breakout series for you guys against Lethbridge. But the one player I really want you to talk about is Mark Kastelik. He's uh, leading the team in scoring right now. I think he's probably your emotional leader in that room as well, at least one of them. A four-year player with the Hitmen. Just a thought on what he means to that group and the success of it all. Um, well, Mark's uh, is uh, an excellent example for our guys of of what you're able to accomplish over the you know span of your Western Hockey League career. And he was a a skinny 160 pound you know 16 year old in this league this, you know, four years ago. And as he's grown and developed, I mean he's an absolute handful of a <laughs> of a guy in terms of his size and strength and um, but nobody works harder at their game on the ice or in the gym than he does. And, um, you know, obviously had a breakout season on the, on the ice this year. And, um, but he's also kind of the, the gold standard in terms of what you'd want your captain to be off the ice and, and in the gym and all those kinds of things too. So, you know, he was out for a couple of games in the first round. We were able to kind of weather that some. I thought that our guys did an exceptional job picking up the slack and there's no question that you know getting Mark back in was um, the depth we needed we've been challenged with injuries sort of the entire second half of the season so at one point we had a converted defense and a 15 year old forward and and uh, a 16 year old on our fourth line in, the, in that first round and that's asking a lot from those guys so Mark's return to health is uh was pretty pivotal for us as well. I'll get one last thought from you here, Steve, and that is on the other captain, Trey Fix Wolanski. You had him under your tutelage for the, for a couple of years now. Uh, obviously, I don't need to tell you about the breakout, but in terms of game planning around what he's able to do on the ice, how do you contain him? Oh, we might try and steal his skate, which is maybe the starting <laughs> point, but he's, uh, I mean, Trey's a great kid and um, you know, I loved working with him, and uh, he's he's exceptional. I mean, he's exciting and and fun to watch, and he doesn't uh, he doesn't lack creativity, and he and he, you know he certainly has the the confidence to to make things happen out there. And I mean, there's no question he's a, a huge driver for them, and it's going to be really important for us that we're not asleep at the wheel because you know things can happen in, in short order. If, if you're uh, you know, not attentive to where he is on the ice, and sometimes even when you are attentive to where he is on the ice, things happen in short order. So, you know, we, we're not, uh, we're well aware of what he's capable of. And, you know, he's, he's had an exceptional year. And I mean, I think he's been the, the MVP of the league and at least in, in the conference in my mind. And I, I think that there's a number of guys on that team that have benefited from, from um, you know having a guy like that, they've learned and grown their games as well. And you know, I, I give a lot of kudos to, to Trey. He's he's been the driver they've needed this year. All right, Steve, I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, congratulations on getting out of round one, and and good luck the rest of the way. Yep, thanks very much for having me on. Steve Hamilton, you would know him uh, from his long eight years here behind the Edmonton Oil Kings bench. Nirvana to wrap up this edition of Oilers Now. 25 years ago today, Kurt Cobain passed on. To this day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel. 
can ask about their destination wedding packages, corporate employee reward trips. Visit newwesttravel.com for more information. Back in 1985, Paul Coffey factors in on all five Oilers goals and goal of four, and four assists for Coffey as they tied the Flames 5-5 at Northlands, but it extended their home undefeated streak against Calgary to 14 games. Stay in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Visit newwesttravel.com for information about destination wedding packages, corporate employee reward trips, and much more. 5 o'clock tonight on 6.30, Chad's one year later, the story of the Humboldt Broncos. It's a one-hour-long documentary. Starts at 5 p.m. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins from 6 to 8. Much more on that upcoming playoff series in the WHL. Humboldt's one-year anniversary. And the rest tomorrow. Oilers Flames from the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. 6.30 face-off, 8 p.m. puck drop on 6.30. Chad, but up next, a news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Brendan Escott saying thanks for listening and so long from the 6.30 Chad Studios. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.